Uh, well, welcome again to New Stanton Church, and welcome to those who might be live streaming today. I'm Pastor Steve, and we are in a series where we are asking the question, what are you chasing? And the theme verse for the entire series has been Matthew 6, which says this, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Sometimes, even if we're seeking his kingdom first and his righteousness first, even if we acknowledge that in life we have been blessed tremendously with all of these things, there can still be a temptation in our soul to seek something ahead of or in front of God. And oftentimes, those things may not be sinful Uh, They might not be wrong in and of themselves. They can be blessings of God. But if you get the order of what you're seeking wrong in life, it will cause harm to your life. Seeking things in front of God causes damage. It leads us to sin or it it will make you forget what your identity is in Christ. And that's the case with what we're going to look at this morning. This morning, we're going to look at chasing the approval of others first or of ahead of seeking God. And just for you haters who, who like don't care or give a whip about what other people think of you and look at those of us who sometimes do and think, you know what? Y'all just need to get over that. Uh, I don't see why, why you're chasing it. Scripture actually doesn't condemn being sensitive to the feelings of other people. Look at Romans 12.8. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Now, occasionally when I'm talking to like a non people pleaser. I I sort of get the impression that they almost enjoy not getting along (laughs) with everyone. It's almost a a little bit selfish. Like, listen, I'm going to do me. (laughs) You do you. I don't care what you do. Just leave me alone. And and that'll be that. One more scripture. Because I'm not sure that that kind of gets what Paul meant by living at peace with one another. 1 Corinthians 10 31 through 33. So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Do not cause anyone to stumble, whether Jews, Greeks, or the church of God, even as I try to please everyone in every way. So is Paul a people pleaser? For I am not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that they may be saved. Now, Paul was talking about something real specific here. He was talking about eating meat that was sacrificed to idols that would hinder somebody's salvation if they found out that you were eating meat and all this stuff. And what Paul says in response to this was, listen, there are some really, really good barbecue places out there. And and y'all are free to eat at any of them. But if you're trying to show someone Jesus and they will not hear the message of Jesus's salvation because you're eating meat sacrificed to an idol, why would you put your desire for a pulled pork sandwich ahead of someone else's salvation? 
seems a little selfish. Now, my point in mentioning this passage is Paul cared and Paul taught that Christians should be sensitive to other people when it would hinder their salvation. In those situations, Paul says, you know what, I tried to please everyone in every way so that they might come to faith. Now, I will say this, because we live in a culture where everyone is offended by everything. If it wasn't a matter of someone's salvation, I believe Paul would have been eating a pulled pork sandwich in Jesus' name. Uh, If you don't want to eat meat, great, more for me. Uh, But being with peace with other people is a God thing, and it's a good thing. Having favor in other people's eyes isn't wrong. It can actually be an asset to showing them Jesus. Just an FYI, if you're interested in showing somebody Jesus, not many people get saved by people that don't like other people or don't care what they think or like. Not not exercising our God-given freedom so that we might show someone Jesus is actually a good thing. It's one way to communicate that every one matters. However, there is a real temptation in some of our souls to chase the approval of people over the approval of God. And being a people pleaser, seeking the approval of others can be an addiction just as powerful as any other compulsion. And here's a few markers that might indicate that you struggle with this in your spirit. Number one, if you're taking notes, you obsess over what other people think. Did they like me? Did they think I talked too much? Did I affirm them enough? Maybe they needed more from me. Why is it taking so long for them to get back to me? Are they upset with me? And it's not just like a fleeting thought that passes through a people-pleaser's mind. They replay these conversations a hundred times in their head. They get fixated on what people think of them. And those of us who don't struggle with this think, what are you doing? Would you just stop? Why do you even care? But people pleasers really do get stuck here. They lose, lose sleep over these things. This is for real. A second mark of being a people pleaser. You are overly sensitive to criticism. People pleasers can't take constructive criticism constructively. It crushes you. You dwell on it and you spiral down. It could be one negative comment out of like a hundred positive comments and you will focus on the one negative comment and go to a very dark place. It's like people pleasers can't stand even one person thinking poorly of them. They know, they, they know you can't please 100% of the people 100% of the time. But by golly, they're going to try. <laughs> so people pleasers obsess over what people think of them. They are overly sensitive to criticism. And number three, you have a hard time saying no. You know that you should say no. You just have a problem saying no. You overcommit and then you regret it later because you know you should have said 
No. And you run yourself in the ground and you shortchange other relationships, like with friends and family. And part of it is not wanting to let people down. Part of it is wanting to be helpful, which is a good thing. And part of it is a fear of not being thought well of by someone. It's a compulsion. Some people will say yes to absolutely everything and then complain about how busy they are, even to the point of building up resentment against the people that they said yes to. It is not a healthy cycle. So people pleasers obsess over what people think. They are overly sensitive to criticism. They have a hard time time saying no. And you have a tendency to lie and or exaggerate. In an effort to fit in, be liked, and connect with other people, some people pleasers can have a tendency to say things, anything, just to fit in. And the irony is their relationships are based on lies and embellishments, so they're not genuine connections with other people. They might connect temporarily, but their relationships will eventually fall apart because people-pleasers who struggle in this way get tripped up with the truth or their relationships feel more and more shallow as time goes on because they're not based on genuine connections with others. Here's what the word says about being a people-pleaser. Proverbs 29, 25. The fear of man will prove to be a snare. But whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. The fear of man or people-pleasing, ahead of pleasing God, is always, always, always a trap. It's a snare. And you know what a snare is, right? A snare is like a cable device that's connected to an anchor, like a tree. And it's put in a path where an animal walks down. And an animal walks through the snare and it closes around their neck. And now a modern snare has what's called a, like a relaxing device. And if the animal stops pulling, the snare will relax. So in today's day, it's not uncommon to come up on a snared animal literally sitting down, patiently waiting for you to show up and either let it go or dispatch it. In ancient times, snares did not release. It strangled the animal. Proverbs is saying, be careful, because if you aim to please people, it's a trap that will kill you. It will suck all the joy out of your life. People-pleasing was something that, as a young pastor, I really, really struggled with. I thought it was important for everybody in the church to really like me. And I honestly probably thought at that point that everybody needed to like me for me to be okay with me. I overcommitted, ran myself in the ground, lost sleep. If somebody wasn't happy, I, I, would, I just stressed over it to no end. Ultimately, I forgot who my ministry was aiming to please. And with people pleasers, sometimes we lose sight of who our life is to glorify, God or other people. People People-pleasing is destructive, and you get trapped in it. It will rob you of the joy of your life. If everyone has to like you for you to be good with you, 
That's not even possible. You're setting yourself up to fail. And people-pleasing, I think, is a difficult cycle to break because the love, affirmation, and approval of other people is really, really strong. It's actually a good thing, but when you crave the voice of others over the approval of God, it becomes a snare and a trap. And I think, I think when, it, when you like boil it all down, at the heart of people pleasing is a lack, a lack of feeling and knowing the approval of God. And some preachers might say, you know, it's just a lack of trust. But I almost, I get it, but I almost think that is a little bit too harsh because I don't think it's intentional. It's not like for a people pleaser that like God's saying, I love you, I approve of you, you're forgiven, you're my child. It's not like somebody's like willfully saying, well, God, I don't, I just don't trust you. I don't, I don't believe that. I really think what people pleasers are lacking is an experience with the presence of God and his favor on them in their life. It's an experience with the truth. Like you can find it, you can read it, all about it. But until you experience the presence of God like that, you're, you're going to struggle. Until you hear it from him. Until you feel it, you might as well drive a stake in the ground. Because you're going to be stuck trying to gain that favor from other people and other voices in your life. Because only the approval of God will give you that peace, safety, security, joy that you're seeking. If God has a, God has a plan for us to give us that assurance of our relationship with him. But if you're trying to feel good about you, by pleasing people, it just doesn't work. You, you will always be trying to keep coming to the well to get a drink that will never satisfy. But if you know who you are in Christ, like, like know it, and feel his love for you, that truth will be a spring in your life, in your heart, in your spirit, that like bubbles over into your life and into other people's lives. And that spring welling up, I took that principle from John 4, 10 through 14. And I want to I read that to you this morning. Jesus replied, if you only knew the gift God has for you, you know that like, God has a gift for you? It, sometimes we don't always feel worthy of that, but do you remember? Do you remember who Jesus was speaking to in John 4? It, it was the woman who had had five husbands. It was the woman who came to the well at noon so she wouldn't have to experience the judgment of other women. And Jesus says to that woman, if only you knew the gift God has for you. He's got a gift planned for you. And who you are speaking to, you would ask me, and I would give you living water. Later on, Jesus says, 
Anyone who drinks this water will be will, will become thirsty again. But those of you who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. And I'm not saying people pleasers don't know, like this woman, that, that they're saved. I'm saying you may not know, like in your heart, what being saved means about the favor and approval of God on your life. I, let me say that again. I'm not saying that you're not saved that you don't know you're saved. I'm saying you may not know what being saved means about the favor and approval of God. And, and I believe this morning God wants, God wants to break someone down that's trying to seek and has been living for the approval and the favor of people. Someone <laughs> that that river has always seemed dry. Somebody that needs a drink from the Spirit. You've been taking sips like from a, a puddle. <laughs> and God wants you to drink deep from a spring. That's what I'm talking about. We may be live streaming, but we're talking about a living stream. Amen? The question is, who's thirsty? Who's thirsty? When you operate knowing the approval of God, he will flow in you and through you. You will not be able to contain the joy that his favor brings. He will, he will affirm you and he will use you to bless other people just like he did that five-husband woman. Remember what she did? She, she forgot her water jar at the well and she ran back to the village and told people of the favor of God on her life. Her! She wasn't carrying any water. But the living water was running all over the place that day. Don't, don't, don't worry about what other people think. You, you, they're going to love what you're serving because it will bubble up and run out. It will be living water, God's favor. But you have to get a drink First, you have to know in your heart the favor, the love, and the salvation of God. Who's thirsty? Did you walk in here this morning with a dry spirit that you've been trying to satisfy with someone else's, people's favor? God's saying, stop. I want to bless you, fill you with my favor this morning. I invite you to come to the water. Come to the Father. Are you thirsty? We're going we're gonna to sing. And as we sing this next song, if you are longing to know in your heart the approval and favor of God, I've been praying that God would use this moment to impress that upon you. And I invite you to respond, to seek him, to come to the water. I don't care whether that's coming to the steps or, or lifting your hands and receiving his favor or putting all your past attempts in the offering basket as it goes by, but, but worship and let's just let God's favor and approval fall this morning. People pleasing is just a trap, but those who seek God will always be kept safe. So let's, let's stand and worship. Are you thirsty?